your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 4. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is Tech 411, show number 110. Can you believe it? 110 as we evolve, and finally in, I would say, 99% of our new digs at the Moore Broadcasting Studios in the heart of Washington, D.C. Tomo, what do you think? You're back from your grand West Coast uh, swing. We've seen, actually, this is the first time you're seeing it all put together. Yeah, without boxes of cables everywhere. You you cleaned it up nice. I'm really impressed with the studio. Um, Pretty cool, right? Sorry we weren't here last week. Again, I was in San Francisco at GDC. That's a game developers conference. We'll talk a little bit about that on today's show. Yeah. What else are we going to talk about? Uh, Todd got a chance to go see one of the premier networks, podcasting networks, really tech shows worldwide. And that's Twit TV. You got a chance to walk into to the Twit Studios, sit in the audience, and then actually talk to Leo after the fact, as I saw one of the pictures with you. Uh, let's start off with that, if you don't mind. I knew you're going out west, and then we can get into the conference and Twitter headquarters and um, you know the Flappy Bird story. But how did you get tickets to Twit? I'm sure that it's straightforward that you would go online and request tickets, but... I don't know if it's that easy. It actually is really, really? easy. That's and great to hear. I was absolutely shocked. I, I reserve. I got some tickets like two months in advance because I assume GDC is going to be going on this week. Leo's probably going to have a ton of people through the studio, and uh, that was not the case. There was like eight people in the audience. I brought my uncle, and um, we got to. We went early actually to the Brick House Twit TV Studios, and it was just so laid back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you walk into the studio, I've never, you know, and I've, I've been to like TV stations, but I've never seen a studio this massive, this amazing looking. And I, and I posted a, a panoramic view. I don't know if you saw the photo I put I on Facebook. See. I was very envious. I said, wow, he's getting a firsthand account. What's the security like? Absolutely uh, none. You walk in and there's an intern, you sign a release form oh and God. that's it. And they're just like, we'll show you in and you can just do whatever you want. Uh, it was just, it was so low key. I couldn't believe it. I can't imagine it, that you can actually go out of your way to get there because we've been, uh, and if you're a tech head out there, even if you're into podcasting, Leo's a legend. He started off similar like we did, but then he built the brick house, which is like a phenomenal studio. Uh, as far as the rigging and the cameras are concerned, the technology, what did you see that really kind of blew your mind outside of the usual norm that you see on um, on television or you watch it on video? Yeah, I uh, again, I it looked like they had a million dollars strapped to the ceiling of this studio. Cameras just hanging from everywhere and extremely professional. I wish you were there. I want to take you there and, and you would just be blown away how they have this set up. It looks like they almost have a dolly system for some of their cameras. Well, they had two guys on on cameras just kind of roaming. And when we got there, this is before Twit This Week in Tech. That's Leo's uh, biggest podcast show. And they were were doing kind of what seemed like was an infomercial. Remember when we were at CES and there was that virtual reality camera, the, what is it called? Oculus? Oculus Rift. And so the I guess they were there and Leo was reviewing the, that whole Rift. He had the whole headset on and he was playing the video game. And so we just got to chill out and watch him do a review of this. Uh, oh, before they even went through it? 
before they went live, um, live with, wow. with Twit. So I, I don't know what show that was for, if it was just kind of like a promo video or what, but that was, it was really entertaining to finally see that product mm-hmm. where we tried to get in and, and do a, a review of that product over at CES. Yeah. And they were so slammed with, with requests, we couldn't get in. So it was neat to finally see it work. And what was interesting is Leo had the headset on for a good 10 minutes playing this game. And, you know, he's going through the motions and he had these controllers on his hands and legs and and everything he did, his body position was represented in the video game. And so he was sitting there like stabbing a zombie or whatever oh, that's cool. in midair. And it was a really neat experience. And then he took it off. He took the headset off and he's like, oh man, I feel like I'm going to throw up. No, really? And they ended the show and he went into his office and laid down for a good 10 minutes and i at first i didn't realize that you know he was uh he had vertigo oh so you know about this Jeez. so i didn't know about it yeah, right yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. but he he got he went and napped and i was like oh you know this is maybe this is what leo does he takes naps in between of all of his podcasts <laughs> something oscar might uh have to do if he keeps doing more of these shows Jesus. uh and and so he finally he got up and then john c dvorak joined the show mm-hmm. and it was amazing to see john again he's well, uh, one of my favorite in tech. He's like the grumpy old man who knows everything about tech. So um, you mentioned the Oculus Rift. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. But if, if he's got vertigo, it's not going to work <laughs> for him. But if you have, if you don't have vertigo, was there any exp- any talk of that experience otherwise? Well, you know, uh, I, I think it takes some time to get used to these virtual reality headsets. Okay. And I think uh, they, they kind of mentioned that on the show. But when, then, when Leo started his Twit TV... He was like, oh, man, I just feel so nauseous, you know? And it was just interesting. It's like, that that's certainly going to be an issue if people are getting vertigo from using these things, you know? So mm. it's, it's definitely a concern. Um, I just thought it was... I. I kind of respected Leo because it looked like they were doing some kind of infomercial, but he wasn't like he wasn't like sugarcoating it at all. He's like, man, it was amazing. I can totally uh, enjoy this, but I just can't handle the the vertigo that comes along with it. So maybe it takes a little while to get acclimated to that it. That should be interesting to see how that actually hits the market if it ever does. Another question I had about Twit was so they've got a lean operation. That's interesting to hear because it's smart if you've got a small business because they're still a small business while they're you know they're making some real dollars. Uh, it's important to keep it lean. On the outside, the way they set up their guests with Skype and the separate monitors. Yeah. Because there was one, uh, Dvorak was there live. And then you had two other guests on monitors. on Skype, yeah. yes. And do they have a mission control like a, a like a soundboard hub where guys run yes. everything? Yes, okay, and that's, that's exactly how I would describe okay, it as cool. a hub where this guy is like in this three hundred and sixty degree booth surrounded by monitors and of course a mixer and everything. So there is a hub that controls everything about that studio. Uh, for the Skype guests, is cool. They rolled in these giant monitors yeah. next to Leo and and John and and. They were just a part of the show. They were just like these heads on these that big screens. That is so cool. And the one thing I actually was trying to figure out, I imagine it's just uh, it's a direct input because we're trying to do the kind of the same thing here for our guests. So we have a monitor here kind of uh, to the right of Katie Cole if you're facing her. And that's where we would have our guests. Mm-hmm. But I'm always wondering because there's a delay involved between because you can't face a camera to a monitor and get what you need, right? Mm-hmm. We'd have to have a a direct input. I, almost, I think I almost actually have the solution. I'm curious how one of their guests that are, that's in Australia or they may be yeah. in, in a different part of the country actually gets to sit there and see their live stream direct. Now, they must be yeah. some sort of IP cameras, right? 
I would think so. It has and, to be. And I don't because know. Because there's never like a, there's never a delay for them to wait for the video to come to them. I tell you that the Skype feed, it was pretty good because it felt like they were in the studio. Right? So yeah, I don't think there the was. that's the beauty of what they do. I don't think there was any delay. And of course they have super high speed internet yeah. in that studio. If we're so. getting, if we're, we're nerd nicking out, it's simply because Todd and I have always kind of dreamt of what we have here on a smaller scale at the more broadcasting studios in DC. But we always said, how did how does this guy, and yeah, money can solve everything, but you also have, have to have the technical knowledge of how this is how we're going to interact with our guests. Yeah. Right? One of the cool things was after the show, mm-hmm. I got to see what Leo sees because I went what, up yeah, that's a great and I got to sit aspect. down next to Leo and, and talk to him. That which, vantage point, I always wonder what's in front of him. Yeah. It's really cool because they have two giant TVs. One is, you know, whatever camera's live, mm-hmm. so they get the live feed. And then the other one is the chat room. And that was really neat because as soon as I came on, this was after the show ended, but they're always streaming yes. um, 24 hours a day. So when I went up and sat down at, at the table, you know, I got to see the chat room. And the first thing I said to Leo was, uh, you know, thanks for reviewing White Noise mm-hmm. uh, on your iPad Today show. He did that like three years ago. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, he was like, oh, wow, I remember that. That was like years ago. <laughs> and then he started Googling it. He started Googling like uh, White Noise. And he's like, yeah, I remember this. And then we started talking about video games and he's the guy is brilliant. He started asking me like some really tech tech techie questions. Oh, like uh, your classic honeypot question? <laughs> yeah. No? No. Oh, like, sprite caps? No, he was like asking really, like, tell me the difference between, you know, how do you make these video games or use an Xcode? Oh, do you wow. write it in Java? And I was like, no, nah, I use C++ and then you have to bridge the gap and go into Java to for games. And he's like, oh, okay, so it's a wrap. So he really yeah. knows tech. Or he just knows buzzwords like uh, I do. Maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think that's the case, though. He knows. I don't think that's the he case. Knows what, what he's talking but about. But I was just, brilliant. I was blown away because this is what makes this man so great at his job, asking very insightful questions. So even though I'm a software developer, he's asking me some really technical stuff. And it was just a really cool experience. And he is so nice. And he was just chilling out. And I'd be like, yeah. And I wrote Compulsive, this video game. Yeah. And, you know, he's talking your goods. He, yeah, but not much. <laughs> not much. I was kind of nervous talking to him. How did the vibe go on the show? Because there's a handful of people in the audience. Some of them, sometimes it's packed, sometimes it's not, right? Yeah. There was only like eight of us in the audience. It was really small. Uh, was anybody else that was there in there for GDC or were they just there for their overall curiosity to see what's going on? Because a lot of people still don't know what this type of business is and what's going on. Some people think it's just radio, but then when you realize it's on the web, you mm-hmm. either get disrespected or you get a lot of intrigue. So what's your question? So my question is, were the people that were, <laughs> the people that were there- they In the people, audience? Yes. Okay. Were they- tech heads or the people local from the neighborhood were they some people that were reporters who gets I do not think they were reporters but I honestly don't know I didn't talk to any of them and as soon as it was funny as soon as the show was over Leo goes hey if anyone wants to come up and get photos and ask and I just I just zoomed up there I darted up there okay and everyone else was like whatever and they just left so maybe they were local to the area but they didn't seem yeah I mean that's that's, like I was just amazed no one else wanted a photo you know they must they must have been used to it or Maybe they're P1s and they go yeah, every week. They probably go every right? week. On their yeah. lunch hours. What time was the show at? It was, I think it was around 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Yeah, on a Sunday. And he does. He went to go take a nap. I imagine he has an office, right? 
Yeah, so he the his his previous cottage studio. Mm-hmm. They I remember m- that. they moved that in and now that's his office. And at one point they were going to film it there, but I, I guess they just like the main studio so much. Now they're doing it kind of in this wide open space. It looks beautiful. Is it as big as we think, or is it just oh. a TV? Everything's smaller. It's massive. It's massive. It's how many sets do they have? And it's beautiful. Like it's just beautiful. Oh, I'm jealous. I mean, That's really cool. what I showed you on Facebook from the photos I posted it yeah. just doesn't do it justice. There's, an, it just is mind blowing. I like that he's so in tune with his community that he's, you know, while people will probably uh, worship the man, that he likes you, let you come take pictures. It's not a big deal, and he's so friendly. That sounds great. Yeah, it was it was a great experience, and to see John C. Dvorak there with oh, that's Leo, your, yeah, that's your uh, and it just God, right? They have they have such a good rapport together, you know, and they're just like I don't know, it's hard to describe, but yeah. if you we, had to choose, gun to your head, what do you mean? If you had to make you know build a life with a guy, is it Leo or Dvorak? Oof. And, oh my God! You stopped in your tracks. Yeah, man, that's a first. I, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. You choose. have to choose. I have to choose. Yeah, it's Sophie's choice. Um, well, as much as John drinks, I probably, <laughs> sh- I probably should pick Leo's. So I think he'll last a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Say for bet. I mean, John, like when we went out. You like to drink too. I know. I'm not talking about me. Okay. But I took, so I went to dinner with John a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember And I said, hey, wine's on me. And then it was like three bottles in. Oh. And I could barely walk out of that restaurant. (laughs) But I was having the time (laughs) of my life. He's a lot of fun. So it's got to be Leo. (laughs) I'm going to pick Leo. I'll respect that. That's fine. That's a solid question. I can't wait till John hears this. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure he listens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so you get a chance to see Twit. You get to see your great, uh, your uncle who rocks, by the way. Yeah. And Shout out to Uncle Charles. Yeah, Uncle Charles rules. Oh, by the way. Yes. So Uncle Charles was uh, took the photograph. That, oh, cool. Uh, and so, he, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Leo is, is a real uh, camera hobbyist. Yes. He has a podcast show on it. And so my uncle and him got into this long conversation oh, about camera your, your equipment. Uncle loves gadgets oh, nice. as well. It was really cool, yeah. and and so I, I think uh, I think I got Leo another fan for a show because oh, cool. those two just talked about cameras and lenses for a good ten minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really neat. You leave Twit TV, you uh-huh. go to the Google Developers Conference. No, no? I when I, mean, I gaming when I heard GDC? you when I heard called? you say these Google thing. I don't know where you got Google from. Uh, that's um, all I know, Todd. Yeah, but you Google said it was... Google starts with G. Yeah, GDC starts with G. Yeah. All right. I'm going to correct you because I... Please, pre- school me. Believe it or not, I listened to the Mike O'Mara show. I know you don't believe shocked. that. I was shocked. And you kept saying uh, Moscone West is where Google headquarters is. is that it? is That is incorrect. Oh, damn it. So in San Francisco, it? it's... Uh, Moscone East? You well, jerk. it's uh, Mountain View is where Google headquarters is, I believe. Well, everybody knows that, Katie Cole. And so... Cupertino, Apple. <laughs> I know Cupertino. that one. That's Apple. Cupertino. <laughs> that's, a, that's from Mario Brothers. <laughs> Jeez. King Cupertino. But Moscone is the... down. It's in downtown San Francisco, and that's where all the major conferences are held. You probably got confused because oh, Google I.O. is yes! at Moscone, but that's so is WWDC and GDC. You know why? It's their fault. Their well, fault. Their fault yeah it's apple's fault google's fault no i take no your fault no, for never coming fault. to san francisco i don't have me. enough time <laughs> time is what i need todd okay so you're there in moscone for the gdc game developers conference brought to you by gdc but is it for everybody <laughs> 
<laughs> it's for everyone who will write a $1,600 check. Oh, my God. That's how much it costs? Yeah, it was really expensive for the all-access pass. Oh, and I was no. a little upset. That's disgusting. <clears throat> Get this. Uh, I kind of I complained about it on Twitter a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I saw that. You pay $1,600, Oscar. You expect to get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch. Yeah. You got no lunch. I- Apple feeds you like a king I'm... for 99 bucks. No, it's not 99 bucks. Like, I think WWC is about 1600 bucks. No, the same. one we went to in New York. Oh, yeah. Was... $100. See, we've no, been spoiled. Free, wasn't oh, it? Actually, it was, that was free. free. It was free. Yeah, $100. It, wasn't 99. it was free. Get up there. And yeah. it had a two hour open bar. Yeah. Wow. You see, I've been spoiled by Facebook Apple. Facebook was free. Facebook was free. I've been spoiled. We've been spoiled by Apple, Facebook, Google. They're not in the business yeah. of making money at conferences. They want everyone to have a good time, and they give you food, they give you drinks, yeah. and it's a it's like a party. They give you sushi. They give you shrimp. They give you prime that. rib. They give you wine. What are you talking? That was an app. That was a new. Oh, one? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I just been spoiled. So this is the first time I went to GDC, which is a conference in the business of conferences. Yes. And you know, I was looking around, I'm, and I'm walking all over this place, going, "Where's the lunch? Where's the lunch room at?" And they told me it was down there at Moscone South, and I went there. Yeah. And I like I couldn't get in. They're like, uh, "Do you have a ticket to get in?" I'm like, "Ticket? A ticket? I got an all access pass. Just watch my badge. Bitch. I want my lunch box, you know." <laughs> And uh, no, oh, so there was no lunch. And then I was like, where's the coffee? I, because, you know, by the time 3 p.m. rolls around, oh, you've gone to so ass. many of these sessions, yeah, you're man. like, I need coffee. And I could, and they so were nothing for free. And there was no coffee. But then sometimes they have coffee, but it's sponsored by whoever. And so you like, have to do their dance before you get your coffee. Yeah, well, you have to get in line yeah. and it says, this coffee brought to you by so and so. And I was like, come on, guys. I spent 1600 bucks. What am I paying for? What were the tiers? Uh, your options? Because it'd be interesting. Yeah, there was a lot of different tiers. But if you go low tier, yeah, and I think I should have went low tier. Low tier. Low yeah. tier is at half the price. I just wanted to go in and get the all access and what see what it's about. What did you get for all access? You just got to go to every session. Okay. How many sessions did you go to? Oh, you know, maybe 10 or so. Was it over. worth the all access? Oh, uh, they I were good. Honest, don't don't people listening right look. now that may go next year and they're judging how much they're going to spend per pass. Um, I'm telling you, the, the, the ones I went to, the, the talks yeah. were really good. Okay. So uh, it is worth it in that sense that you're going to get some really good talks. You're going to get to hear uh, from people that have very successful games in the business mm. and they're giving you their secrets, you Ooh. know? So it is for that. And if I get a, um, access to the videos, I think some of them I can get access to the videos and I'll be able, because I wasn't able to go to every session I wanted to yes. go to. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, it's at the same time. So. I totally want to get uh, the videos to it. There was so many good sessions. What were the people like? The one article I saw uh, was one that this is the first time that 20% was the highest percentage at uh, GDC of women were there. Did you see? In, did oh, you no, see I didn't see that statistic. You didn't see that? Well, you know, there, there was a bit, there was a lot of sessions on uh, women in gaming. Yeah. And I, and I actually attended a couple of those. And did you? They were interesting. Yeah. yeah. I want to know. Right into the thick of things. I just wanted to see, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> issues in the workplace. Yeah, Katie Cole, he wanted to see what the issues were in the workplace you yeah. went to the female yeah. conferences you know tm soft's got a couple females working there and i want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable and you know we're an equal opportunity you, employer you saw the numbers you're like all right I'm going to this thing, so this is where all the women are going to be i'll go in there and strut my stuff 
It was interesting. See what happens? Did you get? I did that in college once. I took a women's writing class. It was an upper level class. Yeah. And I walked in there, and God bless them. But all they really wanted to do was read. Mm. Like they wanted nothing to do with your boy. Uh, a lot of Sylvia Plath, woman uh, Maxine Hong Kingston, woman warrior. Read these books. Well, a nice uh, window into a soul of a uh, of a uh, scorned women mm. and confused women. God bless them. <laughs> but I'll, I, I, those women all knew what I was there for. I wasn't there for the literature, if you know what I mean. Shoulder to cry on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there I said, these books are, I remember telling one, one girl, I was like, I thought she would like empathize with me. She'd be like, oh yeah, I get what you're saying. One of these books was so, uh, Weather, Weathering Heights, a horrible book. And, and people are going to write me hate mail now. As I sat there, I said, who cares about this, right? Because uh, uh, we're talking about this and this is really in depth and I'll never read those books again. And uh, this girl looked at me, she goes, why are you in this class? Like I went to that class for the books. I went there for the women and they all <laughs> poured into dudes for the most part. How did you feel when you walked into the gaming conference? <laughs> What do you mean? Like, what were what were the women like? Women oh. could be, they could be into gaming. They could be yeah. kind of nerdy. They could be attractive. They could right. be anything. Uh huh. What did you feel? Um, did it you was get the vibe. Did you it, give someone the eye? It, <laughs> it was interesting because you see a lot of a lot of people dressing up. It's almost like Comic Con, I think, where dressing you know, up, like you know, like people their favorite with, app, like no, like <laughs> like Avatar or something. Like they're they have blue hair and crazy outfits and the guys conference? too but it was guys too yeah it's just it was interesting it's oh, wow. good people watching that sounds like fun actually it could be right yeah you don't sound like you had too much fun what when we called you the other day you sound like you were having a great time was oh, there's my, a lot of parties i was on my deathbed yeah Soiree. so the, that's the thing it's all about networking so i got to go to uh, a few events like twitter and then i went to google's party and then i went to like app annie's party so every everybody who's in the app business Do or Game pay business. to go to those or no, you no. invite? You just have to get on the invite okay. list. Okay, how'd you do that? Uh, Press pass? Sometimes you, no. Sometimes you know people? If you use their service, like I use Twitter. Yes. Uh, well, who doesn't, Jesus? No, as a business. Oh, sorry. No, not. I mean, I use Mopub and Mopub okay, well, bought. Okay, makes sense. Mopub okay. is, is, is something I've kind of standardized on for all my mm -hmm. apps and video games and so uh, Twitter just bought them. So that's why I was at Twitter and got invited to, uh, for oh, free burritos. Oh, nice. But you were there also for breakfast or something? Yeah, I was there there for breakfast okay and we got to learn about you know how twitter's committed to all these companies that they just that's bought cool and that's, that's where i met yeah, mr this, flappy bird this is breaking news speaking of twitter uh, todd uses twitter as a business todd tweeted out something this past week and he went from i think you i think you garnered maybe two thousand followers in the span of 24 hours and that was all organic i was pretty blown away you tweeted out because you got a chance to meet up with the flappy birds developer and again if you're just joining us or you're just watching this uh out of pity uh the flappy Birds developer was famous because he was making like $18 million or $12 million, whatever he's doing in a short span of time. And then he was overwhelmed with the success of his game. So he pulled it from the app store. Todd eyeballed him somehow within this breakfast and went over to them and said, what? So I, I was with my friend, John, who also writes video games. Dvorak? No. Oh. I was like, John, he's everywhere. Uh, from Optime, he writes a lot of classic board games. He cool. he lives in, in the Washington, D.C. area, oh, nice. too. Hey, John. So he was kind of my buddy that I hung out with a lot at the conference. And he's the one who pointed out, he's like, look, there's there's a bunch of people from Dot Gears. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Dot Gears? You mean Flappy Bird? Because yeah. that's his company name. And then we saw that, and I was like, no way. I'm like, all right. I said, I want you to take a photo with me oh, and him. You. Because I, I, you know, I was I was blown away that was first he was here yeah, in this country because, yeah. you know, he's, he lives in Vietnam. 
Vietnam, and I didn't well, think... Well, they can take a plane over, you know. Yeah, but I thought he wanted peace. <laughs> like, his last tweet was, I just want peace, and then he that peaced out. That was interesting. A guy and walked away from a money-making yeah, opportunity. 50 fortune. grand a day. 50 yes. grand a day. Well, yeah, I'm still, he's sure, I'm sure he's still making good bank on that. Did he walk away? Did you get a chance to talk? What'd you say to him? You know, I was just, I, I went over to him, and I said, hey, man, you're a celebrity. Yes. And he uh, he looked at me, and he, he didn't... Did you do that? Because he doesn't speak English, right? I felt like he didn't understand did the, what like, the word celebrity meant. Flappy birds? Yeah, like so the, I started flailing flying. around like a bird. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would have done. That's exactly what I did. International sign language. <laughs> you yeah. know, point at your phone? No. I, <laughs> it was funny. I walked up to him, and I said... Well, I, at first I said, you're a celebrity. That's so cool. And then I was like, could I get a photo with you? Okay, would you cool. mind if I got a photo nice with you? Skin. He hates the press, by the way. You're part of the press, technically. No, I'm not. I'm a oh, developer, and dude. I was there as a developer. Everyone in that room were developers. Oh, you couldn't so get in if you were press. Right. So oh. I, I think he felt safe. And actually, I... Uh, I didn't know he had a mole in there. <laughs> I well, I, I talked to Mark Million, our 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 guy at Bloomberg. Yes, and he said he talked to him the night before, mm. and he went up to him and he's like, "Oh, like uh, Flappy Bird was mm. like, oh, you work for Bloomberg. You guys write mean things about oh, me." Oh, Don. Don said, said that. that, and I was like, "Ouch, that's gotta hurt." Because there was a bad article saying like, "This is this is why mobile gaming is awful," and oh it was God, like I they wrote that. some really negative stuff, okay. and it's a you know a rip off of Mario Brothers and all well, this and that. Kind of was, and uh, yeah, and so he was really upset about that. So uh, I don't think Mark could get a good uh, good interview. But yeah, again, he he, I could tell he didn't speak very good English, and but he intimated to you what? Well, when I went up to him and said, "Can I get a photo with you?" and I had my friend John with the camera, mm -hmm. and I could swear he said no. <laughs> like oh. I, but then I was thinking, you know what? Maybe in Vietnam, no means yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I just kind of put my arm around him. Yeah. Jesus. I just put my arm around him. No means yes. No means yes. yes. And uh, so uh, he seemed cool with it. I got. Oh a, yeah, because you got your big. You know, I got my big paws around him. You're like, Come in here, little. Is he a tall? I can't imagine. He's short. Tall guy. Well, He's, I'm a tall guy. Yeah, you could probably pick him up like a little brother. Yeah. Like, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, just this this big giant ogre walks over and says, "We're taking a picture." Uh, and I was so hungover. I, that yeah. photo, I only got one photo. My friend John's not a good photographer. He didn't oh, give it's me his fault. He didn't give me any options. He Todd gave me one angles. photo, and it was just there was no Instagram that could have fixed that. <laughs> but. <clears throat> I got the photo, and uh, and then I said, hey, I'm a big fan. Of, uh, are you ever going to uh, put Flappy Bird back in the store? Mm -hmm. And that's when he said, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of doing that. Oh, and nice. I was like, wow. And I said, that's breaking news. I quickly news ran. Is breaking? I literally ran away yeah. at that point <laughs> into a corner, yeah. went on Twitter, posted that, and said, Flappy Bird is coming back. Meth the or whatever I said. Yeah. And then it just blew up. My phone was blowing up. Pack, yeah. yeah, like it's just got all these retweets. And that, it was silly. And when I walked out of the building with John, I'm like, oh man, I think I, I think we just broke some news. Yes. I think we broke news. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, it got a ton of retweets. Yeah, it got a lot of followers. Congrats. It was fun. Yeah. You know, it's not every day that, that no, you get huge. to- No, it was huge. I saw, um, I guess the best- And we've talked about this guy for so long, like our last three shows that are about Flappy One, Bird. One, you said he- And looked, then when I got to meet him. He looked healthy, which is good, so I'm glad he, he looked got a lot a, healthier than uh, I did. A bunch of bank accounts uh, full of money, <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. And then two, um, what was interesting is uh, Drab T-Shirt puts together some of the show prep we do for Big Owen Dukes, mm -hmm. and he walks in, he's like, you won't believe this. And he throws down what is a, uh, an article from MacRumors.com. 
And if you're a Mac head, you've seen this website. It's pretty damn popular. And it's your f- big mug with dong and your tweet in ca- like captions. And That's his name, by the way. I like to call him Mr. Flappy Bird. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you can call him dong if you want. And you're sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, this man. But it's but it, it's your foresight. And I mentioned this on the show. I said that to know that this guy just told you something and you tweeted it out. Yeah. So that's breaking news. So congrats on that. Yeah, that was that was really neat. That was a lot of fun. So overall, um, not worth sixteen hundred dollars or worth sixteen hundred dollars. Your experience. Take Twit out of that. Take seeing your uncle, seeing all that. I Just tell go you, there. I, would I you bet, pay an employee to go for sixteen hundred? Would you pay for me to go next? Uh, me would be. I would definitely cool. not pay for. Katie what about the, what about the girls' symposiums? She could just slide in there. Well, look, uh, <laughs> Google I/O has spoiled me. WWDC has look. I want to bring everyone to Google I.O. because I had such a fun oh. time. Um, Katie, Katie would have loved it because it, it, they had this Burning Man kind of party and Billy Idol performed last oh, year cool. and I got to go front row and it was just such when a cool is experience. Google I.O.? It's going to be either May or June, I think. Wow. Um, June. They don't, they don't have a set. They don't, they don't tell you mm. until like a month before. Damn. And then it's like a nightmare to get tickets to it. But Google I.O. Is, it's Wednesday, June 25th. Oh, wow. Really? It's a nightmare apparently. Yeah. When can you get tickets? That I can't find yet. But Ant might know. Oh, Ant, what do you got for us? You think Free App Company can make it out there? <laughs> I think so. Some shtick. Dude, it's totally worth to go to Google I.O. Because one thing, you even if you pay uh, whatever it is, like 800 bucks or 1000 mm-hmm. bucks, you end up getting like free stuff that is probably worth more than I'll what you to, paid. I'll talk to Mike this week. You definitely. Now. It's so much fun out there. Yay. Um, and Apple's I conference sells out way too quick. Uh, so does Google I.O. for that matter. So it's really hard to get, even though Moscone is like the biggest conference center uh, that all these tech guys Moscone use. Moscone West. And uh, unfortunately, it's just hard to get in now because it's so popular. Oh, these I'm events sure, are so yeah. popular. But again, I've been spoiled by Pete Erickson's MoDev conference, which gives you free coffee and food. Oh, Hong Kong was great. Remember all the dinners? Oh, great. God, yeah. It's just like, that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. You know, every I've been to Microsoft's, I've been to Google's, yeah. I've been to Apple's. You demand and, some- and lunch is always provided. Yeah. Baby, and I was like, you uh, could probably make the movement happen. Oh my god, I know what you can do. What next year, you host your own white noise lunch? That's how you take advantage of the system and you put the system on trial, Todd. Because you could actually <laughs> you could put a little kiosk uh-huh. every day because I don't know how much it would cost, what 10 grand, but then you put all these PBNJs together just to give out to people, yeah, dude. Uh, so next year, yeah, we're going to GDC, and we're opening a hot dog stand <laughs> right outside, yeah, right on right yeah. on Fifth Street. We'll com- we're gonna have a hot dog the stand, compulsive cafe. Yeah, we're gonna make a fortune yeah. because they oh, don't feed I thought anybody. We're gonna give it away. No, we're not giving it away, dude. We're trying to charge give- a dollar <laughs> or a hot dog. What about people discovering your company? Think about it. There's five thousand people there, and they all are starving, yeah, and they good. come across our hot dog stand. No veggie dogs, though. Not dealing with that mess. And we'll make them like in tofu dogs. Oh, we'll, no. we'll make them like in the shape of video game characters or something. Yeah, yeah I like that idea. We'll make a fortune. Never happen. Um, okay, now that we've got that out of the way, the one thing that at I wanted to ask you before we get to apps of the week was one, your travel out west seemed like it was so like overall like beneficial, especially especially for your content wise, right? That you got a chance to go see Twit TV and check out that studio. You got a chance to see oh, yeah. uh, the GDC. I went to the computer museum too. That's what I wanted to ask you. The one thing you didn't talk about was there's a computer museum out yeah. there. Yeah. What is that about? Oh, it's so good. It's it's the one in Mountain View and at Google then. It's not at Google. What's Mountain View then? Why do you think everything's at 
at Google. Because that's where they are, man. I know that's where they are, but um, no, it's the Computer History Museum. I totally recommend it. I could have spent two weeks in there. I ended up staying until closing. They kicked me out. Like, I didn't want to leave. But you basically go from first 2,000 years of technology, and they start with the abacus, and they work their way up all the way to gaming consoles. And oh, wow. it was just mind-blowing to see, you know, the ENIAC computer, which is like the first digital computer. Then they saw the Cray-1, which was like this amazing... Cray-1, Katie. It could like... Uh, it was just like this massive computer that was like... I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like 3D and it came with a built-in seat. What about the, the, <laughs> the machine from um, War Games? Oh, that one? I didn't yeah. see that there. I'm sure it's there. What was it? The Whopper? The wa- no, Whopper. No, but it uh, was Watson. The, no. I thought, no, it was the Watson. Watson is the... Uh, that was there. Oh, wow. I think. IBM's computer that uh, I think it played Play Jeopardy. Jeopardy. They had like a Jeopardy <laughs> set there with Watson. And I guess you could play it. That's pretty cool. Oh, it was so great, man. Is it free to get into? Nah, I think it was like 20 bucks. Oh, and I, here's the great thing about it. As soon as I walked in and they had uh, they had old mainframe computer system. It wasn't really mainframe. I, forget, I think it was a PDP-1. Mm-hmm. And it, it was the first video game ever created. And it was it called, looked like radar. So yeah, like. because it was on oscilloscope. It was basically on Is a radar screen. Called? Okay. And it was called Space Wars. And these guys who worked on that system, they were, you know, they were talking about those early days. And this one guy wanted to wanted to build this game, but you know, he didn't have a sign and cosine function. And then they called deck up or whatever, and mm-hmm. they gave him a sign and cosine math function. And then he was able to make this game. And just hearing like these old these guys talking about the old days was so amazing. And like it, you had to load it up on paper tape. Yeah. So I got to see the tape run oh. through this wow. machine and then Jeez. they loaded it and then they let us play the game so i got to play the first video game ever that's pretty cool oh man it was such that a great like trip so interactive Jeez. yeah well uh, that's a dream scenario for anybody that's into technology thank you for sharing that and i imagine that if you have any questions people can reach out to you as far as gdc is concerned sure is that cool i'm on twitter at todd moore okay perfect um all right time for apps of the week uh, we had a bonus, uh, bo- so, like 15 bonus minutes on your trip out there. So let's try to make this as snappy as possible. Who would like to go first? I have a really good one. All right, bring it. I mean, I should probably go last. Mine's that good. Well, it can't be that great. Yeah. Go ahead. No. No? You go. No, I'm not even ready. Yet. Oh, you're not ready. You're not ready yet. Katie, no, what do you got? I'll step up. Oh, I'll yeah, step I'm, up. I'm the jerk. <laughs> yep. Shocker. I'll step up. I have a game. It's Teggle, T-E-G-G-L-E. It's 99 cents in the iTunes store. And it's just kind of like a quick gesture type game. A quick response. You can either play by yourself or online or next to each other with a friend. There's different sections of your phone that you either need to like hit once, hit twice, swipe left, swipe right. And then there's like kind of like power-ups that they throw in there. And oh, nice. Like game overs. What's uh what's their best way to describe the game outside of just the functions? It's um uh, besides the fu- I guess yeah, what is it trivia? Like what are we talking about? No, it's I guess similar to like Bop It, where it just kind of uh, shows your motion and you need to go and either swipe right, swipe left. It shows so you your symbol to- of what to do, and it's just like kind of like a it. quick response game. Okay, that runs. I like that. I play that. You totally just downloaded it right now before the show. No, I totally been playing it for like she two weeks. Been. Well, not two, two weeks. weeks. Easily, two hours. I play that and Luminosity <laughs> every morning. Did you? You already picked Luminosity, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That makes you smarter, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's what I feel like this almost does because it's uh, it's very kind of similar in gameplay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, what is it called? Teggle. T e g g l e. Teggle for free. Teggle. 99 cents. Oh, 99 cents. Just confirm. Okay. Teggle for 99 cents. Todd Moore. 
No, what do you got, Oscar? Oh, All right. Uh, you know what I did download? I have. <laughs> I have, I, I have Let me, ITV. How far is he going to punt tonight, people? I'm not punting. I yeah. set this whole bitch up, please. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what do you got? ITV. ITV? Yeah, actually, you probably don't even know about this, and you have this system. If you are looking for a way to bring digital TV to your PC or Mac, you can get something called Elgato TV from ITV. That's E-Y-E-T-V. Do you have to go to the Spanish store for it? No, no. I have ITV. Yes. So they have the ITV app where you can actually just buy through Wi-Fi, port all your um, all your programming off your digital cable or whatever, whatever's on your Mac uh, or your PC uh-huh. onto your iPad or your iPhone if you have the app. And you download it uh, for the iPad. It's four ninety nine for the if you're using an Android device or using an Apple device, uh, whether it's the iPhone, it's free. <clears throat> and if you have this type of setup, um, people always ask. Like Mike is always wondering how we have TV. You don't have this. You don't have ITV. I do. What do you I use it for? I actually bought it because you told me to get it when you set up when I set up my system. Are you when I using? Went off the grid. I thought you had cable. No. Didn't you go back Are to cable? Are we friends? No, I haven't even I thought you went back to cable. No, I haven't gone no. back to cable. I thought you glued the I'm cord the, back I'm together. I thought grid. you cut the cord I'm and then you the glued grid, it back. man. I'm living off the grid. Are you sure? Yes. So are you using an HD indoor antenna? I do do that. You uh, do, you, do, do, do you listen you do when, not do you do listen when I talk so you this have this okay, Nicole, you I, know, I know you, know, listen, you haven't even been to my place you have I've never seen you use the ITV on your Mac mini you yes, have the ITV that's what I use isn't it a subscription service no yeah you, you have to subscribe Todd to, you should know this if you have it I have it but then they wanted like 30 bucks a year no. so I switched over to, to Microsoft Media they, Center they wanted it for the guide yeah, you yeah, don't have I, the guy that isn't going to be able to record shows. I don't record shows. I just watch TV on there. So you just watch live TV. I, live, live t- I, I watch live TV and I can record without the What's guide. the point of having that if you're not going to use the DVR? Oh, because I'll record a show. So you're recommending an app that you don't even use because you don't have a DVR. I, no, I watch live you, programming. Wait, it streams to, to your phone? Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell Is you. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. I don't believe you. It does. You pull it up right now after the show. After okay. the show. I don't yeah. believe a word you're it saying. It goes to your phone. It goes to your iPad depending on what you want. So for example, I brought the TV that's in my living room into the studio here. So when I'm in the living room in my bedroom now and my chick's in the, uh, in the living room watching TV, mm-hmm. I can just pull up my iPad and watch anything that's on TV without having a TV. And you do that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, All so right. ITV. And if you're I-T-V. looking to do something like that. But it's that, E-Y-E. E-Y-E-T-V. Yeah. And uh, you would have to have the Elgato TV system. And you can look that up. They have it on uh, Amazon. It's uh, it's pretty, it's kind of pricey, but well worth investment in my eyes. Hey, try to beat that, Todd. Uh, yeah. I'm totally going to beat it. <laughs> so this app I discovered out in San Francisco. Uh, apparently everyone out there uses it. Okay. Um, I don't think anyone in D.C. uses this app. Uh, actually, I thought Katie might have used it but let me tell you about it it's called secret oh and like, uh, the deodorant yeah like you do <laughs> 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 but what secret is it's a way to post anonymous messages to your friends circles but they don't know it's you on google plus no no it's its own little thing so you launch the app and then you get to read other people's secrets so you have all these people that are writing secrets mm-hmm. and uh it i found out about it on leo's show apparently leo's been addicted to this app because he just likes to read all the secrets yeah. of his friends you know yeah and so what's interesting is is how they implement it so i write you know a secret like i'll read you one just so you gotta Please. have an idea so Some context s- someone wrote this wives girlfriends and partners of startup founders don't get enough credit so that's someone's secret 
And oh, for please. whatever reason, how about, how about but the, that could be anyone in the world. That's not one of your that, friends. That came from Canada, but you'll see, is it from your circle? Is it a friend or is it a friend of friend? Here's how it works. I get all of my friends secrets, but I don't, it doesn't identify them and you, you don't, you um, don't. Until that hat comes around and yeah, you're like, oh man, this is really embarrassing. And then when you press the heart, like you love it, like if you love that secret, that secret then carries over to all of my circles. So it has, it's basically set up to go viral. So if you write something really juicy, you're going to get a lot of people sharing it to their friend circles. And some of these secrets are pretty interesting. Give me some when more. did you turn into a 16 year old girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, Katie. Here's one. My ex is. <laughs> My ex, you know, plastic, and you're just being a dick about it. (laughs) My ex is so painfully boring, and I'm reminded of it every day in his tweets. Dodged a bullet. Oh man, I know. Secret is like group therapy. Okay, well that's lame. It is kind of cool because. Well, give me some other juicy ones. I'm looking for the juicy ones. I'm. When will I? Here we go. Nobody cares. Here we go. This is from a friend of a friend. When will I learn to stop letting him back in? I feel so weak. Oh, I know who that's from. I could write yeah. that down for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, and the one that I thought Katie wrote. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. Katie, have you ever used this app? No. Be honest. No. I actually just checked when she handed me her phone. I looked yeah. to see if she had it on her phone. Mm, I, was, you, I was, I was, I was. I was sneaky. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to know if you posted stop this. Stop profiling her. <laughs> Go ahead. What'd you get on your recon mission? Oh, let's see. It's coming up. It's coming up. It was really popular, too. Well, we'll just wait here in silence. Yeah. No, we'll just I do that. you find it. Oh, here's one that's funny. Soon. I'm a founder of a tech company, but I hate spending time with most of the tech community. That sounds selfish. Yeah, it's some like, tech yeah. CEO that just hates everybody. Yeah, the guy from London. Uh-huh, sounds like someone I know. Who are you talking you about? Know, uh, Katie, I hate people. I hate people. <laughs> And then there's like ones that you know that that the app people posted in there. Which is the one that like look at look like look at this one. Look at this one. This is why you can't trust these apps entirely. It's a picture of a girl's ass. This is my ass never looked better. Wish it was warm enough enough. to wear them out. Oh yeah, and that was like the first one I got. And then I was like, which one of my friends is that? Oh no. And then it's just (laughs) that's like a model. So yeah, there's no well, way that that's a friend stuff. of mine. But Shutterstock. <laughs> yeah, that's like, you probably so go to Shutterstock. she's wearing shorts and she wishes she could wear these shorts out because it was it's too cold. Apparently. But then I saw this this other one that if was I like, read. I was going to go to work today, mm-hmm. but then I decided to do this instead. Oh, you thought that was cool? And they put, they took a photo mm-hmm. of a bag of acid on their bed. Oh, that is just rude. And then, the, can you believe that? Yeah. But it got like a thousand retweets. Oh, wait, is that the one you thought I was? <laughs> I thought that might have been. And then, because I wasn't around all week. Was I was in San Francisco. I didn't know if Katie was going to work. And then it said, <laughs> one of my friends, it said, your circles. I'm like, oh my God. That means someone in my address book took a photo <laughs> of a bag of acid and said, I'm not going to work today. Like tabs? And who do I know that would do that? <laughs> I'm Katie Cole. Of, I'm trying to think of what type of ass? All you gotta do is find a Skype on the phone. Here it is. Here it is. Let me, Let me show it. you this. Okay, so it says I skipped work to take acid. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then he, because that's a cool thing. You can either take a photo and post There's it. A lot of ta- I like or you can interface. use a background color. Secret. But one of the interesting. You know who'd be into this? Shannon. The one of the interesting things about this, and it's a little scary, and the only reason I installed it and used it was because Leo gave a thumbs up on it. Sure. But it 
doesn't want social networks. It doesn't want Facebook. It doesn't want Twitter. Yeah, you have to give it. Thing, yeah. You have to give it permission to upload your address book. Mm. So that's a little scary for me. So you have to trust that they're they're not going to be yeah, good luck jerks with your data. Yeah. But that's how it works. So all of your, everyone who has phone numbers or email addresses, can that's you, how it determines your friends. Can you imagine the marketing meeting? Uh, say they're pitching, um, let's say a name brand. Let's go with uh, Nike, right? They're in, they're in a Nike meeting. Secret is, and I'm representing Secret. And I'm just gonna be like, all right, picture this. <laughs> we're gonna take our entire list of users and we're gonna secretly market them. And we're gonna just start posting certain things. But in the corner of the pictures, they're all gonna be little Nike swooshes. <laughs> That's probably something they're going to do. Oh, how are they going to monetize this beast? Ads. Ads. Yeah. Ads. Why not? Look what Facebook's doing. Like every second post on that app is an ad. Coke could actually make one that says, I hate Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Diet Pepsi? Yeah. That's skinny people. It could be, you know, you could do some really creative marketing. Because you would want to make it look like a secret, secret, right? The brand is telling a secret. Look, you're so excited right now. You would advertise in this app. I wouldn't. So they're, uh, again, that's secret and it's a free app. Cool. Uh, you do have to give them your address book. I hope more people in the Washington D.C. area. I'll get start, on there, man. Uh, getting on it. Yeah. I had I had uh, my one of my friends. I made them sign up for it. Oh, I know who it and, is. And they saw every post, oh. and and that was it. I'm like, so there's not much East Coast representation right now. Let's get on it. Clearly, it's a West first. Coast we app. The biggest secret keepers around. I want you to post some juicy stuff. I will. Okay. I will. It'll be all about Mike. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Time to wrap up the program. What do we have to promote before we get out of here? Oh, you know what? I haven't even uh, downloaded yet, but Duck Run was just approved for the Mac. Yeah, if you want to play it on your laptop or yeah. your Mac, uh, you're more than welcome to do so. Is it free? Yeah, it's totally free. Woo, free. Like I'm, I'm making no money. There's, I'm only running like a TMSoft house ad in this. Oh, it's not up yet, so it's going to be up tonight. They just released it. I'm, I'm excited. Promotion. This is my first game I have ever written I for the Mac. Download it here on the show play it on this mac would be nice you could yeah, i'm gonna do that right so i'm excited here. this is my first game and i just wanted to kind of test the waters and i figured duck run was such a simple game to write it took me three yeah. days and it took me about a day to port it to the mac and so i thought i'd give duck it a shot run on the mac yeah uh, check it out all right myself just at oscar radio on twitter also make sure you follow at uh, michael marishow where you're finally verified on twitter so that was nice to see. how did you get that i don't if i told you todd everybody would do it i want to get verified <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you check that out katie cole what's up I'm on Twitter at the girl Casey. There you go. Send all her, right. Send her all your secrets and your sexy pics. Uh, <laughs> take care of that there. Uh, and, uh, you know, anything else? Time, man. Uh, I think we got everything. And then what you're going to see as the I'm so show, glad we're you streaming. As the show evolves, um, you'll see that we're going to go from our current stream setup to our ATM t- television studio setup. ATM. It's called ATM uh, Black Magic Television Studio. So mm. you'll see the, kind of the progression of the program as we're putting it together. I can't wait. So we get, we're going to start Skyping in guests very soon. Yeah, working on it. We'll get Ann in here. He's in the chat room right now. Ant, we're going to have you back on the show. Make a road trip. Uh, Come on up here. We'll catch some beers. Mark Million, we'll get him on the show yeah. coming up. He's over at Bloomberg. Just Fun. moved over from uh, CNN. And uh, it's gonna, this show is just going to be great. Love the studio. Cool, Sound is amazing. Congratulations Thanks, again. Thanks, man. Coming together. And that's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.